Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Holocaust. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Oh, God damn it, buddy. That's just not even fair. This is Barracks Talk. This is inside the nut house, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer. It's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what I'm saying? 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's right. going to be even more entertaining. Illogical. We still have the DD radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Mine shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love and military barracks talking around this smoke. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? Oh, wow. <laughs> You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. That is how it is right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's Bear's Talk Live. This is on podcast. I'm Motorwood. It is July 16, 2022. Holla, holla, holla. We got JJ. Oink and making his debut return, Sergeant Wardog. What on you all? Holla, 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 holla. How do you follow something like that? I don't know. <laughs> you can't. That was epic. I don't know, but I just know one damn thing. You got to holla, 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 Mm, shit. Uh, Woo! Talk about a start to a fucking show. You gotta <laughs> holla. <laughs> anyway, how are you guys doing this fine Saturday evening? Well, I was doing great until uh, you played a fucking Joe Biden recording. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Man, just just remember. At this point, what the puppeteers are doing is elder abuse. Hey. Plain and simple. It's fucking, it should be, I mean, people need to be up on charges. Look, it depends. Okay. <laughs> Got jokes for days. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. <laughs> Um, Google is supposed to be on uh, tonight. She said it won't be before 2100. And here we are. It's 2003. Ethan. Put that Ethan in that old Uh Good evening to Oklahoma, Florida, Miss Fester, and, and, and uh, I'm guessing Mayhem. In Kakamo. <laughs> what? Kakamo. 
There's Martin Corn in Indiana. <laughs> Lots of cockamoles. Um, so uh yeah, it's been a long week. Very, very long week. Um, we got <laughs> a, we got a few new things on uh the DV radio store, uh, if you didn't know. Um because I stayed off of social media pretty much all week. Um, at least mainstream social media. That's how I should put it. Mainstream social media I stayed off of uh, for personal reasons. Um, we've got uh, a new sticker. We got, uh, I call it skull cap, but I think you kids call them beanies. Um, we got a, a DV radio throw pillowcase cover so if you want one new um we got some new uh i call them pins but they're uh they're buttons you know what i'm talking about you guys know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. uh oh polo shirt we got polo shirts now with the dv radio logo on them got that too uh don't forget nice. don't forget that we've got um Betsy Ross stuff, MPTS dog stuff, uh, and DV Farm stuff, and Uncle Fester stuff, and what else am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Did the new line of DV Radio branded crack pipes come in? Uh, not yet. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting on. Uh, <laughs> waiting on my uh, is it Hunter Biden consulting on those? <laughs> well, well, I'm waiting, waiting on, on I'm waiting on an airdrop. So, um, <laughs> we're going to hell. Oh, oh man. Um, excuse me. I was trying to. Sorry, say. I'm in a mood. I'm worried tonight. I don't even know why. You're good. Fuck it. Oh, we have be the brave uh, stuffed dogs. The the little. Stuffed animals. We had the Be the Brave, or Because of the Brave, I Am Free. We got those. Um, and we got the DV Radio Vinyl Mouse Pad. Totally forgot about that. Vinyl Mouse Pad. It's not a vinyl mouse pad. It's the DV Radio <laughs> Vinyl Mouse Pad. The DV Radio Vinyl Mouse yeah. Pad. You obviously have not seen the vinyl that I made. Of I have not. No, <laughs> I have not seen that shit. This is um, me going to the store right now because I'm like, what the fuck? I'll, I'll, I will forward the oh original to host chat for you guys. Yeah, so I spent a I spent a few hours on that, um, because I wanted it to look just right, and holy fuck. <laughs> Spent way too long that motherfucker. (laughs) I'm like, I look at how long I spend on graphics and I'm like, you don't even get paid to do this. What are you doing with your fucking life, you idiot? Um, and then I'm like, some dumbass is gonna buy it. (laughs) But there might only be one or two dumbasses, but they're out there. Uh, we do appreciate it. It all goes back to DV Radio. Um, PTS dog gets 100% profit of of profit. Betsy Ross gets 100% of profit. Same with DV Farm. Um, we're going to be having a collab t-shirt come out soon um, with Affinity and Affinity Protocol. That's coming out soon. Hopefully very soon. Um, 
Oh, we got a we got a the DV radio vinyl is also on uh, a mug and the little stainless steel pint cups. So I put it on a few things. I think cool. Betsy Ross has a water bottle, two water bottles maybe. Can't well, as much running as she does in a fucking heat. Screw that, <laughs> right? <laughs> If you see me running, you better try to keep up. <laughs> like fuck, there's, there's a bear behind me. Back there. <laughs> right? There's a bear behind me. Fucking I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> fuck no, this you know shit what? You only, a, you only need a 22 pistol and two rounds to deal with a bear. One to try to kill the bear and the other to shoot your buddy in the knee so that That's you're right. not running. <laughs> That's right. Good to go. <laughs> I used to hunt bear until I got shot in the knee. <laughs> you don't get that reference fuck you all <laughs> oh yes uh betsy uh has uh something going on this is Bo talking this is not dv radio talking okay let's let's cut right quick this is Bo wood talking to you betsy ross and her family have a ranch and she has a gofundme and if you guys can help in any way, shape, or form, they would be greatly appreciated. If you don't know, farmers and ranchers are being hit fucking hard right now. It's fucking sad. Um, I don't know how else to put it. Like, prices are ridiculous. They're having a drought right now where she's at in Texas. So they're having to actually go out and buy hay. And they've got to get ready for winter because that's the whole point of you know, each year is to get ready for winter. Um, so anything that you can do to help, I know, I know her and her family would absolutely be so appreciative of you. And she doesn't ask for help. Okay. Let me make this clear. Betsy does not ask for help. That's how bad it is. Like I have to force help on her at times. (laughs) That's, that's how bad it gets. Um, so please, if you can, and it doesn't put you in a bad position, go help her out. Um, Mayhem did put it in the chat room. We all, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, she has it on her Twitter. Um, I, as Monkey Balls, will retweet it on Twitter. That way, people won't be like, well, TV Radio endorsed it. No, Bo fucking endorsed it, okay? Not TV Radio, fucking Bo endorsed it so you can go fuck yourself with that whole bullshit because i absolutely love her to death she's family and we all try to pitch in anytime we can and help her any way we can because it's not easy being a rancher or a farmer especially today so and now back to your regularly scheduled broadcasting so we're we're here doing barracks lock it's it's july 16th 2022 right and i'm fucked in the head plain and simple (laughs) um so what else is new? I mean, fuck. <laughs> fuck it, hell. Is that, is that with or without that? Well, you see, <laughs> my mom was like really like suspicious when she handed me my body armor earlier. So I'm wondering if she didn't lace it with some LSD or something just to calm me the fuck down, which actually done the opposite. I'm just really fucking hyped up right now. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah. Um, Ooh, how do you know it does the opposite? Experimentation? Hey, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A little veteran recon? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, veteran recon going on? 
<laughs> read about it. <laughs> oh, here, folks. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> um, before I forget, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on WDDRDBRadio.net, it's a brand new Affinity Protocol, and they have a special guest, uh, one of their um, community members, mods, uh, her Twitter handle, and I think Twitch handle is Savage Bunny, and we didn't know who the fuck it was talking to us the other night when I think it was me and Chris talking, and then Paul goes, it's Tiffany, and we're like, what? Where? Where's she saying that at? And, and Paul's like, Savage Bunny, how do you not know that? And we're like, you just said Tiff. You didn't say Tiff under seven. Like, um, but they're great. Uh, Affinity Protocol tomorrow morning right here at 10 a.m. Eastern. I'm pretty sure it's live because Chris hasn't given me a recording. So, <laughs> so if you're listening, Chris, Paul, anybody from Affinity. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a great team over there. Um, and they're also going to be helping us um, the 22nd through the 24th which is next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, <clears throat> with the DV Farm Grow the Farm fundraising event. Uh, it's a game-a-thon. Um, going to start, I think, Friday with them around 9 p.m. Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. It's after their Affinity Friday. Um, well, it's... Okay, let me back up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> So their Affinity Friday is kind of weird. It starts on Twitter spaces, then it jumps over to Twitch. Um, so when it jumps over the Twitch, officially, they'll be a part of the Gameathon. Um, and then after Affinity Friday finishes, we do our own thing and we'll still be on Twitch. We'll probably do some Overwatch. We may do some Sea of Thieves. And yes, I'll be there um, getting my ass reamed. Uh, <laughs> so we, me and Chris played last night. Like we played like eight or nine matches before we went to sleep or got off the internet. Let me say that. Um, <laughs> fucking went to sleep. We am not fucking joking. When the fuck do I sleep? Anyway, um, we got our asses into us. <laughs> we, I think we won like two <laughs> matches, but, but it was just me and him in random fucking groups. Right. So it's not like we were able to communicate with anybody. Um, and we we were going up against like five tier teams and we're like, oh, this is great. It's nice to get gang banged without KY. It's it just feels so good. Um <laughs> like, like I kid you not, I spawned, right? Because I died at the beginning. Like almost instantly everybody dies when you meet each other, right? It's a PvP game. As soon as I spawn and no sooner. Then I turn the corner and see everybody. I am dead. Like there was no reacting. I was just, you're dead. Like, hi, bye. That's how it was. Hi, bye. Like, okay. Um, okay campers. As soon as that shit happened, I told Chris, I was like, well, we're losing. And he was like, yep. Sure enough, we fucking lost in like two minutes. Like it was that quick. It, it, it was that bad. So, but we have fun. Um, that's uh, twitch.com slash affinity BSC. That's their Twitch channel. If you want to learn more about them, go to affinity BSC.com. That's bravo Sierra Charlie.com. Um, they also have a store. They use the same store that we do because I was like, dude, you need to use this store because yeah, yeah, 
Um, <laughs> what else am I forgetting? Facebook keeps telling me my internet connection was restored because Facebook is fucking, I can't say the G word, is stupid. Um, because <laughs> if I say the G word... Oh shit! Yeah, you all know what I'm say, trying to say. Because <laughs> like, I said, no, what, what, "What's the G word?" <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, Bo censoring himself? What? It's gangster. Well, That's if I say gangster. it, I know, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen if I say it. So, um, also six. Okay, what is somebody to... woke going to get upset? Probably. Um, oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, now I know what the G word is. That's so fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he I warned you, zero fucks. Well, we'll see. No, if somebody would have said it, I would have just been like, "How gay can you be?" Um. <laughs> well, see what had happened was twenty dollars is twenty dollars, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> um, Times are hard. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> twenty dollars is you know a gallon and a half of gas, right? <laughs> So DV6 wanted us to thank all of you that have given so far to help pay for gas to get to Colorado. Um, he said we he still needs some help if you're able to. Again, if you're able to, thank you. If you're not, don't put yourself in that fucking position. I will fuck you up. I'm not in the mood, okay? Um, everybody's like, but you're laughing, but I'm not in a goddamn mood. I'm just not. I'm not in the mood to deal with your stupidity. <laughs> as much as... As as caring as it may seem to give your last penny to a, a non-profit, don't fucking do it, okay? Save it for you and your family, okay? That, 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 that's how life works. Um, so if you do want to help give uh, to the gas fund, that's what we'll call it, the gas fund for Colorado, uh, you can go to Facebook and go to the DV Farm page. Uh, there is a pinned post to give to GV6's PayPal directly so he can have access to it while he's on the road. That's why it's not the farm PayPal, it's GV6's PayPal. Um, I believe I have the link on dvfarm.org. If you scroll down just a little bit, I have the image and then it says click the image and you click the image and you go to his PayPal. Um, so that's another way uh, if you don't have social media. I have not put out a DV radio newsletter in how long has it been? A week? I think last week was the last one, wasn't it? I think I think last week, yeah. Um because life has been stupid. That's all I'm gonna mm. say right now. Um mm. so yeah, I'm not gonna go any further on that. We'll stop with that. Stop. Charge it to the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, you got to charge bullshit to the game, man. You let it roll off your shoulders. I like that. I like that. Last Thursday. That's right. Last Thursday because uh, I told, uh, said something about Xbox. Winner. Uh, Paul won the Xbox, if you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> so uh, what did everybody think of last week's show? Did you get to listen to it yet, uh, War Dog? Not yet, not yet. Don't hold, hold me. Hold, don't hold against me though. Um, it was uh called. I titled it "How Woke Is the American Military?" I believe. I think that's what I named it. Oh fuck! Why do I have to go and look at everything? Why can't you guys have shit? How woke is the American military? I literally named it that. Um, 
So last week, if you didn't know Word Hog, uh, we had a guest from uh, JJL and retired first sergeant Doug Rowe, um, who is still in the process of retiring from his military career. And uh, I named the, 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 the podcast that on purpose because we actually talk about the woke military and he tells us the goods and the bads. And then we talk about um, suicide and stuff like that because it got deep. It got deep last week. Um, and I, I, I want to make, um, what do I call it? Like it's audio, not audio, audio bits. Bite. It's not audio bites. I keep calling it audio bites, but that's not <laughs> what it's called. Sound bites. Audio fragments. That's what I call it. Oh. Audio fragments okay. on Facebook. That's what I call it. Audio fragments. Um, anyway, uh, but I keep, not being able to because this week's been stupid. Uh, but as soon as I'm able to go back through that episode, I will. And um, as I mentioned in last week's show, I am going to make that whole last bit. I think it's, I think it starts with Purple Resolve, doesn't it, JJ and Oink? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then basically to the end of the episode, um, I'm going to make that whole bit. Uh, it's, it's standalone uh, because it needs to be heard. Uh, yeah. Oh, he definitely gave me some perspective. I uh, just I was completely lacking because I got out right in the, right at the beginning of the transition back in 2011. And mm-hmm. so I saw shit going sideways and was kind of in a lot of ways glad that I broke my back and had no choice. <laughs> but yeah. he did give uh, he did give me some perspective that I certainly wasn't seeing at the time due to my circumstances and. I can say that there is a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit, but there are some really good things happening too. Mm -hmm. And I think once corporately the, the command structure is able to knife through the bullshit and re and remember that it is the, the military and they have a mission. I think that, uh, that the military will come out stronger um, because they're taking these things into consideration, the problem is what we're what we're seeing right now is the ugly truth of what transition looks like. Yeah, you know, and that's really what it is. Is we're mm-hmm. seeing we're seeing the the and and shit. It was even during my time in service, we were seeing uh, the fleets being pushed to do more with less personnel and less equipment yeah. and less of uh, less. Would in the navy we call it an availability when you're going to dock and do repairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing, you know, so we're seeing personal and equipment being stressed more and more and nothing there to back them up. And so the collisions that we saw in, uh, the Pacific fleet a couple of years ago, a direct result of people forgetting that, uh, numbers are important, but not if you don't have the personnel and the training to meet those numbers. Yeah. And, and so, I think that just like anything else, I think that it's a pendulum and and I think we've seen it get just about as far to the extreme left as it's going to swing before it starts swinging back. And ultimately it will kind of center uh, and things will settle down. But uh, yeah, I just really hope that the situation in Europe uh, and uh, further East doesn't, devolved to the point where the military is required and uh, is unable to step up to the mission. Yeah. And, you know, 
every generation has a a period in which the new generation is complaining or trying to change the old ways. And then a few years later, they come together in a resolve that makes sense and is good for the the whole outcome, right? For all groups involved. Um, This isn't a popular um, look into that, but look at the don't ask, don't tell policy. Look how long it took for it to be null and void and, and taken away. The same thing's going to happen with this. It's going to take years. It's it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, yeah, it's just about the it, only thing that the Navy does quickly is change uniform policies. But <laughs> I was about to say that's the only thing the military in general can right? fucking change do uniform quickly. policies. <laughs> they can do that shit in about thirty fucking seconds, and you're like, the fuck? I thought you were supposed to put this over there. No, that's that's not how it works. Look at the regulation under Section sixteen fifteen thousand forty eight. It's what? Okay. Um, but yeah, at, at the end of the day, um, uh, first sergeant actually, you know, gave us insight and clarity and a perspective that we're unable to see and we're unable to get because media is stupid. Um, and it's getting more stupider. Uh, I said stupider. Yes. Oh I, yeah. I said stupider. No, it's getting stupider. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I've talked to a lot of people uh, that we know, um, and they're all prior military, and they were all within our generations, right? Because we all basically come from two slash three generations, and we've all seen this bullshit transition, and they're like, yeah, I see it. And I was like, okay, you need to listen to this podcast. And they're like, really? I was like, yes. You need to listen to it. Yeah, honestly, to have somebody who Doug obviously is old school. He's mm-hmm. obviously trained the same way we were. Your emotions and your family weren't issued with your sea bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at the same time, because he was in a, that leadership position in that senior uh, NCO position, he he did have some really good perspective, and I think that he did a really good job of reconciling. Yeah, some of the the. For lack of a better term, I, and I don't like using the word, but some of the progressive policy changes mm-hmm. uh, with the past, I don't know if you want to call it abuses or, uh, you know, just uh, some of the things that we used to do in the past, because a lot of, and, and a lot of doctrine is, well, we've already, we've always done it that way. Yeah. A lot of shit, shipboard. Well, it's always been done that way. Yeah, And I was one of those stupid fuckers who'd be like, well, why? Shut up, follow orders. You know, this is how we do it. It's it's sort of like traditional tough love slash abuse, right? Because you look back on it, it's like, we straight up were fucking dicks to them. Like, you know, they they were straight up dicks to us. So, you know, On, on one hand, you feel bad. But on the other hand, it's like, would I have turned out the way I am? Yeah. Like, would you? I mean, ultimately, as you know, I left as a first class, so I was a uh, like a platoon sergeant, and uh, um, I turned into the guy who was the hard ass who expected results, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can remember vaguely as an E4 hating the guy who was the hard ass who expected the results, yeah, you know. So, 
But who do you remember more? Do you remember the fun, lovey-dovey, okay, you get to it when you do? Or do you remember the, look, motherfucker, you do it now or you're going to get reprimanded? No, I remember both because I had both. I mean, I had, I had, I had some good leaders who were hard asses. Just I had a senior chief who unfortunately is gone. He got hit by a car by a ran a red light in a foggy bottom in Washington D.C. You know, on a foggy day. Um, but uh, he was real. He man, he was so calm and quiet and laid back. But he had this way that you would just, if he had picked up the phone five years after I left that command and called me and said, hey, I need you here. I would have been like, I'll call the detailer right now. I would never have. I, I mean, but that's the same. That's the thing. That was my first LPO. Same thing. If he had picked up the phone and said, hey, I need you in D.C., I'd have been like, I'm on the next flight. I would never question it. And they're completely different leadership styles. Leave it well, up to JJ to blow a fucking metaphor out of the goddamn water and just fuck it all up. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I mean, I had both. And then I had the fucking dumbass who just wanted numbers and didn't understand people. Yeah. And who taught me how not to be a leader. We you know? we had a few E7s. And I would say you right now. How the fuck they got E7 is beyond me because they couldn't even write. And I mean that, like they couldn't write yeah. a sentence, they couldn't spell for shit, like yeah. And they weren't no. stupid, right? They were like our grandpas and grandmas. They were intelligent as fuck, and the best thing they could write was their signature. But I can't put some me mentally knowing what I know. I cannot put you in a leadership position of that degree. I'll put you in a leadership position like supervising, but I'm not going to put you in one of those where you're carrying soldiers. No, fuck no. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not going to happen. Uh-uh, as Stone Cold would say, uh-uh. <laughs> ain't happening. Um, but if you're not going to listen to any other podcast, listen to that one. That yeah. one you need to listen to straight up. Like no give me's listen to it. It was point blank. It was really, really uh, engaging and educational conversation. The steps that they're taking right now for suicide prevention is a huge fucking leap in the last. Holy fuck. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating in the last three, four decades. It's the biggest fucking leap I've seen the military Mm -hmm. start making. Mm hmm. Because it's it, now, they're finally we, they're finally taking accountability. Yeah, finally, yeah. When we can get Chief on, Chief, I've been talking to you about. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to hear a lot of the same stuff from the Navy side, well, and Green side because he's a Green side corpsman. Um, so we'll we'll hear it from a Navy and Marine Corps perspective, and I think we're going to hear a lot of the same kind of stuff. Chief is one of those guys who, if he picked up the phone and said, "Hey, I need you," I would have dropped everything and been on my way. Yeah, You know, and uh, he's just a really good guy and his passion. Uh, what we're talking about is uh, Chief Petty Officer. He's active duty uh, corpsman named Troy uh, Yushifer. And he, while on active duty, is also running a 501c3 called Change Unchained. And they uh, have a, a tiny house village in Georgia where they house the... Uh, survivors of sex trafficking and uh, human trafficking and uh, abusive situations. And he does search and rescue for missing children and, and 
victims of of sex trafficking, of human trafficking. And that's where he is. That's why he's not on this week, because he's at the World Games in, in I think they're in Atlanta doing search and rescue, actively doing search and rescue. And uh, earlier this year, they were in Nevada in, in Las Vegas for a major week long sporting event. And they rescued like 120 at risk or uh, missing or at risk children um, in cooperation with other search and rescue uh nonprofits that do this kind of thing. So um, he's going to be a, another guest that I hope we can have on recurring. And I got to bug Doug and tell him, you know, come on whenever you want to come on. You're always welcome. Yeah. Uh, um, to go back to um, Chief Yushifer, mm-hmm. just so everybody knows what we're, and, and I pitched it to JJ and he loves the idea too. Um, we've been trying to figure out a way to actually launch DV against DV the the episodic series um and most likely if we can work out the timing because he's busy i'm busy jj's busy oink's busy everybody's busy chief's busy um eliza blue i'm going to try to get her on and and be on that episode as well we're going to try and make it the debut episode of dv against dv um if that falls through because of timing what we'll do is we'll try to get them on again but they'll be on for barracks talk for sure. And then we'll turn and bring them on DV against DV and, and go from there. Uh, but the plan is right now um, to try and make that episode slash episodes, uh, the debut of DV against DV. So fingers crossed that timing doesn't fuck us up. Scheduling. I should say timing. Scheduling is always the challenge. It's the worst part of doing this. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of, add over oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying it's one of the worst parts. Um, Today, today, the number 988 on our phones has uh, become the new number to use for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Yes, sir. I don't know if anyone else knew that, but as of today... Mm. If you dial nine eight eight, and if you and you're having any type of a crisis, um, that is now the new, like I said, national suicide prevention lifeline. Which uh, I was hoping, you know, to put this out for our veterans as well. No, please do. I actually posted it yesterday uh, afternoon. Um, I grabbed a video uh, from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, or SAMHSA. Uh, as, as some people know it, <clears throat> um, and put it up on DV radio. I think I shared it to the DV farm page and I put it up on Twitter. Um, I know some people are going to be like, yeah, but the suicide prevention line, it's, it, it calls a suicide. No, stop. I know we put some of these hotlines down, but at the end of the day, uh, they do do a lot of good and they do help a lot of people. Um, the fact that it's nine, eight, eight, and that's all you have to do to text or call and you're, you're through is a lot better than remembering or looking up an 11, 12 digit fucking number. I'm, I'm fucked up in the head. I, I, ain't not looking up no, <laughs> I ain't looking up no 11 digit number. I mean, <laughs> I, don't know I am it. not at all ashamed that I've had to use that number twice. So I know, I know a few you people know, too. Yeah. You need it. You need it. Yeah. I, uh, I know a few people that uh, personally that have used it. So, yeah, um, 
I even said in the post, you know, we all have our, have our moments in life and, and we need somebody to just listen or get a little guidance on resources. This is a huge motherfucking help and leap, uh, again, in suicide, uh, whether you look at it in a, as a civilian sector or whatever, um, it's a, it's a huge leap. Um, and I'm so <gasps> glad. Yeah. Yes. You tell them. Um, I'm so glad that's finally happened. I think, uh, it'll help a lot of people, uh, even more so than it did before. Personally, I don't even, they used to have stats on call-ins. I wish I'd looked that up. So I could have that tonight, but I got too much shit going on at home right now. So I apologize. If I can find the stats, I'll put a link to it in the podcast description uh, when I release this podcast. If not, I'll let you guys look that up and you can yell at me and tell me what the podcast stats (laughs) are. Also, uh, if you didn't know it, tasting the rainbow is unfit for human consumption. That's correct. Skittles is now being sued, or I should say Mars Incorporated is being sued. Um, because they use titanium dioxide, uh, which is funny. Um, why is that funny? Well, titanium dioxide is used in just about everything you use, edible and non-edible. Um, it's, 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 it's there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's not organic. That's I guess one reason they're saying it's very dangerous. Um, I don't know anybody that's died from titanium dioxide poisoning. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of fucking skittles. I know. Um, <laughs> You Marshawn Lynch didn't get sick off that shit. Come on now. Right. Um, <laughs> now I do know that it's it's like some other substances, right? Like some substances you can drink, some substances you can eat, some substances you can inhale. But if you do something opposite, like if it's a substance you can eat, it's fine. But if you inhale it, it's toxic. I think that's how titanium dioxide works. Uh you can ingest it one way, but you can't another way. Um, but I don't know too many people that snort Skittles. <laughs> if, if I mean, I might have seen them blowing it out their nose before, but I've actually snorted. Them. Look, if There's you some if wild you snort, parties in college, but look, man, if you snort in the <laughs> rainbow, if you snort in the rainbow, <laughs> while you carry a flag, look, <laughs> look, <laughs> I, look, I ain't judging, I, but. But if you snorting the rainbow while killing a flag, you need to get your head checked. Um, <laughs> Come to the rubber room with me, dog. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Shit. It's it's like a it's like a $13 billion lawsuit, like $13, $14 billion lawsuit against Mars Incorporated. Um, if if they do something with that, I look forward to my half a cent. Right? <laughs> the whole planet's freaking part of that class action. Who doesn't know what Skittles are and tastes, well, has tasted Skittles? Well, it's not just Skittles. That's my that's my thing. Like, it's a thickening agent. It's for uh, uh, color agents. Like, it's used in everything from consumption 
things that you consume to things that you use in your everyday living. Like if it was that deadly, I'm pretty sure we'd have found out that people died from titanium dioxide poisoning a long time ago. Um, I, I, I don't like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. It's not like you're snorting vitamin B on a fucking movie set and you're getting high from that. If you didn't know, they do that uh, to make you think they're snorting cocaine or at least they used to. I don't know if they still use vitamin B or not. <laughs> People used to actually get fucked up from that. <laughs> I mean, B12 can give you a little kick. It's funny though. I've, I've, I've watched uh, a lot of props being made and, and things over the years and, there was an actor a few years ago, um, you know, he, uh, he wanted, he, he introduced you to a little friend. Um, he threw his face into a whole pile of cocaine on, on his desk and looks up. Um, yeah, he got fucked up from that. Uh, if you don't know the movie I'm talking about, I feel sorry for you. Uh, <laughs> you need people like me. <laughs> but no, he, they didn't expect him to do that. They just expected him to do a line for the shot. No, fucking Pacino throws his fucking face into that pile of fucking coat <laughs> and looks up at the camera. And that's like no joke. <laughs> he, he got fucked up from that for a minute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I was like, that's great. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about, you know, I bet you he sounded like me. Well, it's funny because that's the same scene that leads to say hello to my little friend. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Right. yeah. Cause, cause he's, he's losing his empire. Right. And he just throws his face into that stack of Coke. <laughs> And looks up and he's just this whole fucking white face all of him. It's like, damn, dude, what did you do? Oh, Hunter did. Okay, I can't compete with that. Please don't. That's all. (laughs) Ain't enough blotter paper in the world. Right. (laughs) Shit. You know, I, 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 uh, I don't think I would want to snort anything, first off. Second off, if you paid me $2 million or if you paid me all the money in the world, I still don't think I could sit there and consciously snort something up my nose for a roll. I couldn't do it. God, you can go fuck yourself. It's not happening. I don't care how safe you tell me it is. I'm not doing He can't do the, the, the snorting scenes, but he can do the rock, you know, the raunchy love scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No cock sock needed. Um, <laughs> for those that don't know, that's what the men wear in sex scenes in the movie industry. It's called a cock sock. It holds, it hold, I'm not even joking. It holds everything the balls, the penis, it, it, excuse me, the testicles, the penis, everything. <laughs> like, how do you know, Bo? I've watched a lot of behind the scenes shit and I find out way more information than I'd like to. <laughs> he said behind Sounds the like scenes. a hell of a condom. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm sure somebody's tried it. Um, it's covering everything. What the? Yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah it does. You're protective, all right. <laughs> trying to keep like every the red hot. It's like the red hot chili peppers shows in the late '90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Now, who knew you could OD on? What'd you say it was? Vitamin B, right? Or D? Is in Delta? We're talking Bravo. Bravo. Um, it's not gotcha. really overdosing. Um, but it just, it, it, it'll fuck your world up for a minute. Uh, not like you, you can't have too many of a certain vitamin that is true. Um, but I don't think B12 is going to kill you unless you ingest a shit ton of it. I mean, you know, probably pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Probably (laughs) snort a whole line as large as earth um you know <laughs> just just go around snorting a line of hookers asses around earth and i'm sure you know that beach will do something to you um, <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if eliza blue would be like nope i'm not coming on your show um <laughs> i love her to death I, I really do she's great uh but i have heard and and heard stories of actors that uh when they had, you know, certain snorting scenes, they do like, we, we were on like the 14th take and I, I, I snorted another line. And I was just like, man, I don't feel so well, you know, and they, whatever would happen. Uh, it affects everybody differently. Um, it's like, well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. If you drink too many energy drinks, it, it fucks you up. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get like <laughs> yeah. strung out on that shit. So it right? makes sense. Yeah, I mean, vitamin B is one of the primary ingredients, you know. Yeah, ginseng is another thing in energy drinks. You can get some water. Yeah, bro. Um, uh, another show that's prominent right now, and I know JJ knows the show. I don't know if Oink's seen it or not. War Dog might have. Um, but Peaky Blinders, uh, they oh, smoke. Oh, Peaky Blinders. They smoke on that show because that was a big thing back in uh, the late 1800s, early 1900s. And they smoke cigarettes made of tea and herbal leaves um and they talk about how fucking bad these cigarettes are like it's the worst tasting shit you have ever had (laughs) like and and they'll go through like three to five thousand cigarettes per season just because they're doing all these shots and shit and i'm like just give me some tobacco in a, in a cigarette and I'm good. Like <laughs> I'd rather have that hurt my lungs than tea leaves and herbal leaves. Like, fuck that. If I'm going to smoke, I'm going to smoke, you know? Like, <laughs> hey bro. I don't, I don't know. That's freaking, uh, Iraq had, uh, Iraqi cigarettes, bro. I don't know if you ever had any, man, but they taste like ketchup. And every time you try to dump it, half the cigarette comes out. <laughs> I'm serious. It tastes like ketchup. Yes. That's a new one on me. I've never heard that. Where did you get those? In Iraq. You know, but but I mean, did you get them at like a Haji shop? Like, where did you get them? Oh, no, we'd be, you know, patrolling with the Iraqi soldiers, you know, uh, one of them, then one of us, and one of them, you know, just did they roll their own columns? Did the soldiers roll their own cigarettes or? Oh, no, they came, you know, in in, pa- in a pack and you right. know, what that brand or whatnot. And like I said, I dumped it. I went to tap the ash out and half of it fell out. So I'm sitting there like, 
You know, and then I had another one just to make sure. I was like, is that ketchup? What the hell? Man, I'm a, I don't know, but I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't seen cigarettes cheaper than they were in Iraq ever in my entire life. Right you can get them as low as $5 a carton. Wow. I was like, the fuck? Because I had guys buying marble reds, 100s, $10 a fucking carton. And I was like, God damn. Because they were trying to smuggle as many cartons as they could back, right? Like, <laughs> it was funny because you could only bring 200 cigarettes back into the States. Nah, man. Those tough boxes was filled. <laughs> I know for a fact. Because one, one of my buddies, his closet had... um. Uh, there are knockoff of L and M's is what they are, but they come in a white uh, cigarette pack with blue uh, uh, labeling. And I'm pretty sure he had like 20 cartons in his closet when we got back home. He's like, "Hey man, look at this." I was like, "Dude, <laughs> what are you doing? Starting your own fucking cigarette tobacco company? Like, <laughs> <laughs> have ATF kicking down the barracks doors?" <laughs> um. That's called bootlegging, boys. <laughs> Speaking of bootlegging, we actually had a thought because we're we're all military. We've all hustled and flowed, right? Um, <laughs> in Iraq, instead of having change like quarters, nickels, and dimes, we had a thing called pogs, and they represented five cents, ten cents, twenty-five cents, and we were like, "Hey, you know what?" <laughs> We could counterfeit these and sell them to new privates that's coming. <laughs> <We're sick. laughs> like, dude, we had it all planned out because we knew a guy who had a press machine. We knew where we could get the cardboard and I knew how to make fucking images. <laughs> <laughs> and all we had to do was scan these shits and fucking put them up in Photoshop, lay the shit out and print that shit for like 15 bucks a roll. And, and we could have sold them. You know how much money we'd have? Like, just imagine. <laughs> like, no, man, this is the currency, man. They don't use any dollars over there, bro. Like, we we had it all laid out. They were like, we're going to get caught if we do that. We will go to jail. <laughs> Counterfeit pogs. Fucking Leavenworth for counterfeiting pogs. We, we'd have been in fucking Gitmo. Fucking Leavenworth. We'd have been in fucking Gitmo. You're working with Bin Laden, aren't you? You're funding a terrorist organization with pogs. But we did, man. We literally had everything planned out, and I guarantee you we'd have been rolling for a minute. We'd have been rolling with some fucking greenbacks for a minute. Cause we had, we had connections. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about our week. Oink, do you want to start? Well, first of all, I want to thank everybody for their positive vibes, thoughts, prayers, and all the other good stuff that y'all sent our way for the little guy. Uh, surgery went well. However, as a father, you know, you still see the pictures coming in from him just, you know, recovering and you get to still tell he's in a lot of pain and just feeling miserable. So like, breaks the guy's heart you know trying to trying to cheer him up and he just you know there's nothing that we can do from here that that's going to help him but uh he's recovering he's doing well and again thanks to everybody that uh shared their thoughts and whatnot with us so you know thanks for that but uh yeah he had uh, open heart surgery and uh yeah everything like i said the surgery went well so i mean that's been my week that's that's where my focus has been for the last 
I don't know, shit, five days, you know, from them flying out to uh, the whole operation that happened on Thursday. So he's a, yeah, he's a trooper, man. Yeah. We, me and you've talked about this since you found out about it. I absolutely fucking hate he had to go through it. And then you guys, his parents had to go through it and watch him. And it's one of those moments where you want to do something, but you can't do shit all. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're in that position of what do I do? And you, you can't do nothing. And I, I don't have kids, sadly. I wish I did. Um, but I can't even begin to imagine what it's like on you guys. It's, I, you know, um, props to you and her and the siblings like (laughs) especially her i mean she's down there by herself like i said in the city that she doesn't know that well and having to fucking drive in seattle for crying out loud if you've never driven oh man seattle's a a nightmare (laughs) driving exactly luckily she's up there by the university of washington uh and she's not too far away from the the actual uh, hospital that he's at so yeah it's 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 been trying times that's for sure like i said you know you see the pictures come in um, he's doing, obviously he's doing well. They took the uh, drain tube out of his chest and, you know, they took out one of the IVs and everything's, you know, like I said, it's slowly progressing forward, but just to see the picture of his face and the pain that he's still in and him being just, you know, miserable, lying in that bed, not wanting to move, but you know, he has to, you know what I'm saying? He has to get up and move around a little bit, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's just, it's heart wrenching. Like I said, for any parent, especially to sit there and, and see their kid in pain and know for a fact, there's not a goddamn thing you could do about it. You know, you're just, <laughs> you're, you're on the outside looking in, you know, in all reality, not, not just me, but you know, the wife as well, because, you know, she's sitting right there next to his bed, but there's, <laughs> there's not a button that she can push to make him feel better, you know? So no, um, but I'll tell you what, she's going to beat your ass when she gets home. <laughs> Especially about the little oompa loompa mm, thing. That, yeah, that, yep, yep, <laughs> dude. I fucking rolled. Ah, fuck it, because that's the first thing I thought of. And then I, read, I was like, oh man, I was like getting his ass beat. <laughs> so for context, for the folks that don't know, they have her in a full like it's almost like a Tyvek suit. You know, it's a surgical uh, garb basically, and her hat's on. She's got the mask on and everything else, and she's a whole whopping four foot nine. So the first thing that popped into my fucking head was the whole little oompa loompa fucking scene from Charlie Chocolate Factory. And I sent that. To, I sent that shit to her, and I yeah, I got a little laugh out of her. But you know. it looked like she's in the. It looks like the scene where they're in the TV room. And they, yep. and they, yep. they send the big bar of chocolate to that little bitty TV screen. That's what she looks like, like straight up. The only thing missing is the orange skin. That's it. Yep. <laughs> so I'm sure I'll get some hell for that when she gets back. But I figured, you know, the humor is the best medicine sometimes. So I was hoping she moves, she get a laugh out of it. So, yeah. I'm going to tell you, brother, I meant it when I said it. Uh, when, when we find out, you know, when they're all coming home and, and, and if, when you guys can set a date not long after that, we'll, we'll throw them a little party or something, you know, cheer him up. He needs to be cheered oh, yeah. up. Yeah, he's going to be hurting for a while that, you know, he's got a like most people that's, that's had, you know, grandparents and stuff that have, you know, heart surgery. They get a pillow basically to hug on to if they have to cough, sneeze or anything, because obviously anything like that. I mean, if you ever had a, a cracked rib or, you know, a bruised rib take that to even the more extreme, you know, so this yeah. little guy's going to have to hang on to that pillow if he has to cough or has to sneeze or any of that shit. And for the first six weeks, 
can't carry more than you know a half a gallon of milk if that so yeah. i think mom for the first couple of weeks because he starts school here next month you know in a couple of weeks believe it or not so mom's gonna be a taxi cab driver and book bag carrier for, <laughs> for a couple of weeks because mm-hmm. uh, i don't think he'll be able to do that on his own look i'll tell you what me having been a child at one point or another I would milk the <laughs> fuck out of that. I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm sure he's going to, I'm sure he's going to, cause he, he looked at dad with the hip thing, you know, and he kind of learned from me on that one. So. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Oh, Love shit. It. oh yeah, but, shit. But like Poor I said, life. I got a little, yeah, I had a little refresh, a reflection moment because it was actually a year to the day that I had my second hip replaced that he was recovering from his heart surgery. So, Oh, shit. oh wow. Yeah, a year to the date. So, yes, time flies, you know. So, um, I'm hoping that he recovers just as well as I did and is back up and running and, you know, has a smile on his face again. That's that's the biggest thing because right now, for the last couple of days, he has, I don't think, cracked a smile once. So, so the big question, you said that the, the surgery went well. Were they able to discover what's been happening and correct it? Uh, yeah, I'm actually glad that they did the electro uh, test that they did where they ran the, the little I guess wire to whatever the fuck it was sensor up from his uh, artery in his groin area up to his heart. Mm-hmm. Because normally you have like two major nerve endings that caused your heart to, to, to actually pump mm-hmm. one on the top of the heart and like one in the center. So they kind of work in conjunction with one another to actually, you know, have the heart beat per se. He actually had a weird heart and had three. So you had mm-hmm. one on the top, one in the center, and then there was another stray one. And that's what caused his heart to beat so irregular and so fast sometimes when he got excited or scared or whatever. So they were able to go in there and actually kill that nerve for that third, you know, mysterious little pulse, if that's what uh-huh. you want to call it. And uh, they were able to kill that, which is a good thing because if they would have done the surgery and then realized that he had it, they would have been, you know, trying to trace trace it down and probably wouldn't have been able to find it is what the, what the one doc said. Mm-hmm. So luckily he had that procedure done, uh, got that fixed, got that corrected before they moved the valve. And so far, like I said, the reports are, you know, all they had to do was just move it up. And so far everything's working great. Okay. Um, so they did actually have to yeah. make some physical repairs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I never caught that part. Sorry. Yeah. The, the Basically the valve was sitting so low in his heart. It was just not huh. functioning okay. correctly like I was supposed to. So uh, they Th- moved think it up. Think about it though. When we were his age, I don't think they were doing these surgeries like nope. this, that they couldn't have done anything. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It's totally, totally new. So, no, well, not new. I mean, it's some to them, like they've been doing it for, for years, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, they've been doing it for doc, 10 or 15 years. Yeah. That, yeah, know, we were, that was 40 years ago when we were his age, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, that's yeah, pretty so amazing. That, yeah. So like I said, the surgery went well, uh, they didn't have to do a pacemaker or any other crazy shit that they were talking. If, you know, something did go wrong or, it didn't work correctly. So, you know, knock on wood there. Uh, they were just simply able to move the valve and monitor it. And it's, it's doing well. It's still a little weak, obviously he's still on oxygen and, you know, IV and some heart meds just to make sure. But uh, yeah. hopefully the way the wife was sending, uh, hopefully by tomorrow, he'll be out of the ICU and actually back into a normal bed where he can actually watch TV and not sitting in a chair watching TV. Uh, if you haven't seen a picture in chat, that's at the top of a, tonight's little segment but uh yeah he's not a he's not a happy camper that's for sure right now well he's still here so he can be as grouch as he wants <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> you, know, you know what i'm saying well, well you know and the funny thing was is they were asking what he wanted to eat and uh he, he got like three pieces of bacon and a little miniature pepperoni pizza and he took the pepperonis <sighs> off the top my mom's like why are they letting him eat bacon he just had open hearts i'm like mom 
he's like you went on 10, not 90. I yeah. mean, if he was 90, I mean, they might say something about the bacon, but not shit, at 10 if years he was old. At 90 and just had open heart surgery. I'd be like, shit, eat all the bacon you want. You're right. years old, exactly. man. Have some fucking bacon. Shit. So yeah, he was able to keep that food down last night. And uh, nice. yeah, like I said, he, he's, he's making small steps. You know, he urinated one on his own. You didn't have to have a catheter put in or nothing like That's that. That's always so. a positive thing when I'm able to do that too. So yeah, no shit. And I don't piss all over myself. That's, so that's a positive. <laughs> so, so he's making steps. He's headed, like I said, in the right way, but just to, like I said, just to see his demeanor is, you know, he's still in pain and suffering that that hurts, you know, but it'll, uh, it'll pass. Oh yeah. It'll oh yeah. Pass. Kids are super resilient. Oh yeah. I mean, even falling off beds. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> shit. I used to fall off it. Shit higher than a bed. I was about to say, I, I know a few buildings. <laughs> fell that, off all uh, kinds of shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> few buildings I intentionally jumped off of. I didn't right? fall. I jumped off that bitch. <laughs> Talking about fell I fell off. off. I fell off the top bunk of a bunk bed, like in the middle of the night and slept right through it. What the, the last fuck? time? The last time. See, I used to remember my dreams. I mean, I used to remember my dreams. And the last dream that I vividly remember, and I still remember, I can describe this dream to you. I actually, I always had falling dreams. Well, I actually rolled off the top bunk of the bed and had that falling dream and hit my head on the dresser on the way down. And since then, I was like 12. Since then, I don't regularly remember my dreams. I usually don't even know that I did dream since I hit my head rolling out of the bunk bed when I was 12. I mean, it could have Good been job. just so traumatic as a 12-year-old that your body's like, yep, nope, we're not remembering this shit anymore. Yeah. I've had psychiatrists tell me that I'm lying when I told them I don't remember my dreams. I don't even know if I'm dreaming. They're like, there's no way. That's not possible. And I'm like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. I don't remember my dreams. My brother <laughs> doesn't told, remember I'm yelling and screaming dreams. and shit in my sleep, you know, but I don't fucking remember. My brother I remembers am. none of his dreams because yeah. me and my mom's like, you don't remember anything? No, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't I dream. Don't. We're like, doesn't. you don't dream or you don't remember it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely six, dream. Six, yeah. remembers, six remembers his dreams if they're like about the bird, but he doesn't remember yelling or screaming asleep that wakes me up (laughs) it's not helpful but yeah but oink as i told you in in radio chat the other day like he's a tough little cookie oh yeah he'll be all right oh yeah it's like i said i I know he's gonna be fine like i said he's in good hands and the docs down there did an amazing job and, and they're real good about giving us information you know whenever we have a question or whatever they're right there telling us exactly what right. we you know need to hear so um you know, that's like I said, I'm not too worried about that. It's just like I said, seeing him in that, that discomfort and that pain right now, that that's the kicker. But uh like JJ and everybody else has said, you know, he's a tough cookie, he's gonna make it through it. It's just a matter of getting him get him through these first couple of days. And then once I think he gets back in his room, I think he's gonna get anxious and then get tired of staying in the bed and he's gonna be a typical ten year old or soon to be ten year old, you know, wanting to get up and run around and do shit and you know, he's gonna drive his mom fucking crazy. So yeah, right. it, we know it's coming. <laughs> you know, it's just like I said, these first couple of days is gonna be gonna be tough on everybody i think just give him a few more yeah. red popsicle sticks oh yeah yeah he, he uh, had that for <laughs> breakfast uh <laughs> i've seen that like, yeah they, they, they basically said that there's no uh there's nothing off limits for him as far as food is, is concerned so uh mom says more she's gonna try to bribe him tonight with the uh with uh, some more ice cream or something just to get him up and moving <laughs> yeah get something in him yeah that's good 
That's real good. Uh, speaking of your to the day anniversary hip surgery, <laughs> how are your hips doing now? Oh, much better. Um, I still find myself, believe it or not, taking one step at a time. I don't think it's more <laughs> that I can't do once, you know, one step, one step. What it's it's just that you've been trained for, you know, five, that muscle years. memory. <laughs> yeah, muscle memory that, that I'm still doing. I'm like, I find myself doing up and going down steps. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, no, I mean, I'm not running any fucking marathons anytime soon. I can tell you that. But I mean, <laughs> we're actually, you know, changed the job out there on base for the summer. So I'm not riding on the loan lawnmower anymore i'm actually up and doing some shit so we're testing it um lots more standing and, and moving around that way so uh i can tell uh the first the first week you know i put maybe did a little overtime there was frosty we did about six hours overtime the first week nothing major right but man that first saturday i woke up i'm like why the fuck are my hips and legs hurting so bad and I'm like uh you use them this week dumbass you know so, <laughs> so it was a reawakening for that you know <laughs> That's great. Oh uh, I'm glad, you know, you are feeling better because for those that don't know, Mr. Oink had to have a walking aid for a while. And Oh, uh, God, yeah. I, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, the first time he came to my house, it was him and his, and his wife and, and, and little Oink, and he didn't need a walking aid. A couple of years <laughs> later, he shows up. <laughs> he looks like an old fucking man. I'm like, <laughs> what happened to you? What truck you fall off of? Yep. <laughs> so to hear that that's all turned around and I know, I know you're not going to get back to fucking, like you said, running marathons and shit, but the fact <laughs> that you're able to be human, you know what I mean? Just. Oh yeah. I mean, the quality more. of life, like you said, or mm-hmm. like I've said, you know, I was crawling up and down the steps of my house. And of course, our little guy thinking, oh, dad's playing, comes and jumps on your fucking back. It was like, no, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of eye opening, you know, experience for him, too. Like, Why the hell is dad not moving so well? So I'm kind of hope this kind of in a way too, kind of helps him along with the surgery thing, you know, because, you know, he was scared. Like I said, I dropped him off the airport and you could see the tears in his eyes. And, the, and it wasn't so much the tears. It was a fear. Yeah. You know, you could see the unknown. That's what's so, oh, yeah, the unknown. That, that was what's, you know, was kicking him. And yeah, he's going with mom, but, you know, sometimes, yeah, yeah, sometimes he needs somebody else there with him too. And he, he you could tell he was not wanting to go. Yeah. Well, all the bullshit's in the past now. So that's the good part. Can't, can't wait to see him actually, you know what I can't wait for? Is to hear him go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Cutest thing ever. Whenever Oink and I was playing games or something. Hey. It's <laughs> not nowhere. It's like out of nowhere, man. It's like, and you can't help but laugh because you talk to Oink and Oink will go silent for a minute and then, hey. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? <laughs> it's like the cutest thing ever. Anyway, oh yeah, he, he loves to play video games, obviously, and he tries to get his brother, who's downstairs now, you know, with him playing video games. <laughs> Even though they're in two parts of the house, they're yelling into their mics at one another. It's, it can be quite comical sometimes. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Um. Well, it's it's nine oh six. Uh, Google's here, so that means a few things. 
God. Tell us about the farm for one. Updates. Good, um, bad, in between, ugly, it don't matter. Well, I was supposed to do a Facebook post the other day, but I, I did not get around to it yet. Um, so a while ago, we had to move a bird nest from the top of the cat. And we were worried that the mama wasn't going to find her nest with her two eggs in it. Well, I knew that she had, had found it. And two of the three eggs hatched the other day. So we have baby robins, which is super exciting. Um, unfortunately, we have lost two of our ducklings. So they've gone missing. So we only have one duckling left. Um, but there is one still sitting on eggs, a duck, not a duckling. So maybe they'll hatch. I don't know. Um, and then... I mean, it's been kind of just crazy around here with six gone and like the road trip from hell is continuing on. Um, like <laughs> it, it has not been helpful for him. Like the other day he was traveling through Kansas and he witnessed a tractor trailer accident right in front of him. He was first on scene um, and the driver did end up dying. He had a heart attack while driving. So mm -hmm. that's not helpful. Not DB6, um, the trucker. But of course. Yeah. 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 The trucker. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Because no I know somebody been like, oh my God, is he okay? <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. No, the, the trucker did end up dying, unfortunately. Um, I feel that Gabby, though, she knows when like six is jumping out for an emergency or just getting out to like go into the store because he said he had left her in the truck, not even thinking about it. And when he got back to the truck, she was still sitting there on her rope behaving. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, normally she would have been down on the floorboard before he even closed the door. Well, it's like I told so, him when he was here that because he kept getting on her last trip because she kept like, not really biting him, but grabbing at his ear. And I was like, I know what it is, Mike. And he was like, what, what, what is it <laughs> like that? You know? And I was like, it's because you're, you're getting upset. She's trying to calm you down. He's like, I, I, I never thought about that. You, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And I was like, I know I'm right. I just witnessed it. Because <laughs> he was calm. He was completely calm. We were talking. He was laughing. Then I had said something. And obviously it, it upset him about what the topic was. And he starts raising his voice and, you know, flailing his arms and all that. And, you know, talking a hundred words right. a second. And she starts grabbing at his ear. Constantly. And she won't stop until he stops. When he calms down, she stopped. And I was like, that's what it is, Mike. And he's like, I, I'll have to, I never thought I had about forgotten that. about that, Bo. I'll have to remind him of this when he starts getting <laughs> aggravated with yeah. her for <laughs> when he's already aggravated. She <laughs> is his, Man. she is his, uh, what do you call it? Um, She's his service bird. Yeah. I could not think she of that term. For a some reason. Yeah, I could for some reason that terminology just went out the fucking window. ADHD apparently. Uh anyway. 
It's all right. Um, and then the other day, Storm had his vet appointment. So I had my daughter meet me at the vet because I knew that was yesterday. Yeah. Because I knew that if it's just me, Storm will not go to sleep. It doesn't matter how much sedation he's got. He will not go to sleep. He'll fight it like like there's no tomorrow. So I had her meet me there. And, of course, this one, he decided to be weird with the sedation because he passed out within 30 minutes. But then, and normally, like, 30 minutes after they get his blood drawn, that's when he'll start waking up. No. There were even people that came to mow the grass, and he slept through all of that. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? It was like another two and a half hours before he finally decided, I can get up and go to the car now. That was one of those, like, I want to be sedated moments. Right. I'm like, are you kidding me? So all his blood work looks normal. Um, his platelets were actually higher than they were the last time, but still within normal range. So we're good, um, which definitely makes me happy. But yeah, he wanted to just be like knocked out forever. But I bet you this is the reason why, because he still has bursts of energy and then he'll sleep the rest of the time, right? Yesterday morning, about 10 minutes before I was ready to leave, he chased a chipmunk in the front yard and it's a in front yard there's not a lot of space and he fucking went balls to the wall chasing this chipmunk and then the chipmunk ran into the storm pipe like it always does and instead of storm letting it go he decided he had to dig up this dream and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And now I'm looking at this in my front yard. I, w- I got him to stop. I went inside the house for a minute. And he's got, like, even more of it dug up and, like, ripping stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> like, I'm about to go to the vet with you. And then he slept the whole way to the vet. He like, so you know- out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, just one more thing that I need to fix. And it can't be, it couldn't be just a simple, like, push it back down and, no, I've got to dig up the whole thing. Which is, I mean, it's only like 15 feet or whatever. But still, that's quite a ways. (laughs) Like, length, not deep. But because he decided he just had to go get it, it. I'm like, if you were smaller, you would have gone in after it. He tried. He had his whole nose in there. Yep. So that is on my list. And Monday, we're supposed to get really bad thunderstorms, I guess. I don't know. So it'll have to get done tomorrow. I dug it up today. And then then he decided to bring his little stuff back over. Like he was going to bury it in the hole. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like, that is not happening. My God. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, we're just trucking along over here at the farm. Just it kind of sucks because six isn't here, and that puts me in charge. And I don't know. One day at a time, right? Yep. <laughs> so there's honestly, like, there's not. We're still trying to get the drainage. Pro- 
properly so that um, our driveway doesn't flood every time it rains. And we got most of it done, but then we were trying to do something else and that kind of almost kind of negated everything that we had already done. So we're trying to fix it. That's I know. <laughs> I'm like, this is fantastic. Oh, and then I don't know how Ash knows. He knows when it's dinner time because there's been a few times this past week that he'll be up in the fucking field and I'm down in the shop getting his grain together. And all of a sudden I turn around and there's a there's a horse staring through the little window of the door. <laughs> just staring at me i'm like are you like what it's creeping on you (laughs) yeah i'm like jesus like i told you it's mr ed's great 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 grandson (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny i will say i will say ash is doing great as far as like you know he still has the run of the place like he can pretty much go wherever he wants he has not gone across the street since the fire happened Ooh. over there. Yeah, he has not gone across the road. He, like, stays within the confines of our property. He's not ventured anywhere else. Have they, have they uh, investigated the cause of that fire yet? Or They couldn't determine a cause because... I mean, it was a three-story, and all the stories fell onto each other. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's what insurance fraud was- always says. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, the fire was fucking hot as shit, because they had a lot of stainless steel appliances that, like, did not Not survive. to mention the propane tank that exploded. Yeah, that we still don't know where it's at. Yeah, so fucking... <laughs> Google sends us this video or DV6, one of you two. I can't remember which one it was. Six, Six, yeah. And there's a propane tank and it's, (laughs) during the fire. And I'm like, that bitch is going to blow. Next fucking message. Well, the propane tank blew. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck? We, We don't even know where it's at. Like, we can't find it. It's probably in little bitty fucking micro pieces. The, that was well, a big ass. Chief, that was a big ass fucking fire, tank. I know. The fire chief said that he's seen this happen before where, where a propane tank blew and like for during a fire, like in the summer months, and they would find it during the winter months or like once all the leaves are off the trees yeah. and he's like, I mean, it could be like up to a mile away from here. Like someone's going to find it in their yard. Once the leaves are gone, what it's going to be up like in a, a fucking tree, 200 pound tank. 200 I don't know what they tank. had. Uh, I forget how they go about do propane. Now is it gallons, liters or pounds? I don't fucking know. I don't even, I don't know what size it's, they had. It's changed. But it wasn't I a think. small one. Yeah, it, it was huge. Right. It it probably was as tall, if not taller than six, wasn't it? About the same size, maybe. It, it was tall. But I know I, it was I, standing. I know it was like standing on a brick. Um, yeah. And in fat, that bitch that was way. fat. It was fat as fuck too, wasn't it? It was a big <laughs> right. round fucking tank. And I remember yep. it vividly 
seeing it because I was like, hey, it's a turbo, like on a vehicle. That's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. It sounded like a fucking turbo revving on the fucking engine. Yeah, like it was a fucking runaway, yeah. runaway yeah, turbo. Like a rice burner. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's um, funny because while Six was at the back of the house, I was in front of the house and I could hear it too. And I'm like, oh my God, that fucking shit is going to blow. Like, <laughs> we need to get back because my luck, it will fucking come flying right at me and hit me in the head. Did you guys feel, the, <laughs> feel it blow or... I didn't because I had already backed up. That's funny though. I, I mean, I'm glad you know nobody was hurt, and I hate that their their house yeah. burned down. Just, but hearing it go, <laughs> and then next message, yeah. well, it's gone. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, well, the, the demo is done. Honestly, I'm surprised at how how small like the footprint of the house. I, I was going to ask if like that's it. what that was. It it looks good. Yeah. First off, it looks damn. It don't even look like a fire was there. <laughs> I, I was like, what? What is this? I was like, did an abandoned house that was like took yeah. a, like what was it? I was going to ask you if that's what that was. Yeah. God, that it looks good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And then and but I was like I said, I was surprised at how like small the footprint looks. But, well, it being I mean, three stories, three I'm stories. guessing most of the yeah. storage was up instead of spread out. Yeah, it was. And then um, the one side that I was standing at the back of the house, there's no like wall on that side because when they did their remodel, um, I think last year they had done the downstairs and had taken out the wall and left like support beams, whatever, mm-hmm. up. Um because they made it all glass windows, like going around, around two sides of the house. And then just a few weeks ago or a month ago before, or a month before the fire, they had finished another demo or another, which edition. Edition. Yeah. So or they had remodel. built like, they had basically built like yeah. a sunroom. Yeah. Damn. Yep. I know it's like, and I mean they have like a state of the art kitchen, like you know, beautiful like <laughs> beautiful like marble countertops or whatever it was. I like, feel sorry for them cheap. too because <laughs> from yeah, that's where I was going. From what I've heard from you and Six, it was a nice house, but. It's yeah. going to be a minute before insurance kicks in because insurance ain't going to be like, okay, here's your money. No, they're going to be like six, right. eight, 12, 18 months. And then they're like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to give you your money now. <laughs> like, yep. Right. Well, the, the, the wind, bad windstorm we had up here in Alaska for, you know, lasted three days, January 1st, 2nd, 3rd. It took out a wall mm-hmm. of KFC and an A&W root beer, you know, one of those combined little restaurant right. things. And they're still not open. Jesus. I mean, yeah, they're still not open because I'm bet you because of insurance. So they, you know, it's interesting because on in downtown Keene on Main Street, there was um, an ice cream place and a Domino's (laughs) and something else that was like their little standalone building. and, And that burned down back in. February or whatever. I don't even remember when it when it burned down, but they didn't demo until like last month or hmm. two months ago. Like like they're just 
demoing the whole building took forever. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then I was driving through Keene the other day and there's this brand new building somewhere else. And I'm like, when the fuck did this get built? Like, well, it's, it's like, and, it's like here. And I'm trying to see like, I'm trying to see like what they're putting in this building. One of the, one of the spaces is going to be Domino's. I'm like, <laughs> of course, Domino's is going to be like, half first dibs. But like, but seriously, I'm like, when did this building get built? It's like, I'm in Keen quite a lot. <laughs> so, like, so, like, for me to miss an entire building, that's just like, I'm like, when did this happen? It's crazy. That's actually a Mandela effect. It's it wasn't built. It's just from the other timeline. <laughs> Turn fired off on the seventh, and bam, there it was. <laughs> It's like they, they're putting a fucking roundabout in in an, in Keene, another one, because that's just what we need. And they're putting it in a stupid spot. And it's because it's because they don't want to put a traffic light because Keene is going green. And I'm like, oh, my God. So you're putting a fucking roundabout. Like, <laughs> you know what? Probably a good dozen of those things up here in Alaska within the last three years. And it confuses the fuck out of me. Construction, construction started on July 5th. Okay, it is now the 16th, and when I idiotically drove down that way on Thursday, so two days ago, I was like, oh, man, this is not good because I'm going to get stuck in this traffic. And there's, like, no construction crews, nothing. I'm like, what the fuck did they do? They put cones, like, in the middle of the road, like, going, like, like we're the, on – on the median, I, I kid you not, there are cones sitting on top of the median. And I'm like, I thought construction started July 5th. So in 10 days, they put fucking cones up. Like, You know, like, sure they're not federal workers. Uh, I, I know, I, right? I feel they're like that government time. I feel like Keene and Mount Airy have like the same fucking city council or whatever. Because. I can't remember exactly when we first met Marquis. I know it was in 2017, but not long after that, I had seen a post by um, Malnary Historic uh, uh, Preserving Historic Downtown Malnary or some bullshit, and they were talking about this huge ass fund that they were going to put towards taking the uh, overhead power lines and putting them underground to help tourism and bring in money and blah, 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 blah. After they just turned down adding money, 85 grand, which isn't much for a homeless shelter for, uh, to add like four rooms for homeless people. And I lost my shit basically, but I was doing it in a constructive way. And I was like, you need to put this money into actually restoring historic downtown, like put it into the buildings. Well, I was called a troll back in 2017. Let's fast forward to July of 2022. The building that I pointed out in the post in Main Street, the building fucking roof caved in because guess what? It hadn't been restored. 
And guess what? Uh-huh. Those overhead power lines, they're <laughs> still <laughs> fucking there. I was going to say, I've seen the pictures. Those yeah, power right. lines are still there. <laughs> I know. But it's I'm fucking a fucking crazy. troll. And I, and I was you like, come on now. You can't tell them what the truth is. Yeah, that was one of the that was one of the last public things I commented on. I, I said, I'm done, you know, because they called me a troll like Mount Airy even called me a troll. Um, they're like, you need to go down to the city council meetings and, and voice your opinions. And I'm like, yes, let me get my broke, disabled fucking ass out of the house and go to Mount Airy at nine o'clock at night and talk to the city council during their fucking stupid ass meeting where they're only going to give me one and a half minutes to fucking say something and be like, okay, next. Yep. And not even give a fuck. Cause that's exactly what would have happened. But, yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's and fucking crazy. It's so sick. Well, six was here, you know, and he's like, "I'm going to go into Mount Airy and this, that, and the other." And my mom was like, "Well, did you tell?" And she was like, "She's like, did you tell him about?" And I was like, "Well, I was getting ready to." And we told him about Main Oak Emporium, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I've seen that on the news." And we were like, "No, it's down Main Street." And he went, "Oh, here in Mount Airy." We were like, <laughs> yes, in on Main Street, and it was actually near where he gets his haircut when he's here and uh he's like I, I drove by there and then they've got it all blocked off and we we're like yeah we told you it was blocked <laughs> off <laughs> 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 they actually just, just cleaned it up the other day mom, uh, my mom said so if you want to let six know they finally cleaned the goddamn road up <laughs> um yeah i don't uh, i don't know what they're well, going to do to I mean, it but you know. <laughs> Luckily, it was at nighttime and nobody was there. But if anybody had been in there or around that building, it, they would have been in a coma or dead. Because right. if if you've not seen the fucking pictures, the whole front end of that roof went all the way down to the basement. And we're talking like a four-story fucking building. <laughs> it's so crazy. When, yeah, and these were yeah. built in like the early 1900s. And yeah, so they didn't use light wood. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking like MDF board. We're talking yeah. fucking timber, man. We're talking fucking oak trees as beams, essentially. Um, right. Which is one of the reasons it's called Main Oak Emporium. It's actually oak wood in the fucking building. Um, but these bricks. Oh, man, that's, that's, that's something that fucking sucks about the house that burned down because they had beautiful wooden floors like Old damn. stuff that you can't find nowadays antique yeah yeah it, like holy crap and if you can find it it's fucking like three mortgages yeah. that it's, it's gonna not worth it. the money yeah yeah right yeah. exactly so like he, he even said that when they when they do end up rebuilding there's certain things that they're not going to be able to put in because it's just too expensive or you can't find it anywhere. You know, that's why I'm so grateful uh, to my contractor that built my room. Um, Cause I told him, he was like, what kind of floors you want? You want carpet, linoleum, granite, wood, whatever. And I was like, I would love some wood, but I know it would cost a shit ton of money. And he was like, I got you. And it's real wood, but it's almost like tiles. And I can't think of the actual name of it. And I know JJ might know what I'm talking about, but you put it in. Uh, Why? Because he's a wood thrower? Yeah. (laughs) I'm a wood chucker. I I know the name of it and I can't even think of it. Um, But it's 
it's like having a real wood floor. It's real wood. It's a floor, but it's sitting on like concrete and shit too. But you wouldn't know that just walking in here. You'd be like, oh damn, this wood fucking floors. Cause it sounds like wood floors and everything. Is it, per, is it Pergo? I can't, I can't remember. It's not here. laminate. Your floor is not laminate. No, 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 no. It's real wood, but I don't know what the fuck it's called. That was in 2019, man. <laughs> I can't remember back there for I, I had two hours of sleep since then, <laughs> including last week. So two and a half hours. Yeah, including when I called you, woke you up before yeah. the show. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, I got the tiles in my bathroom. And let me tell you, those are some nice tiles. I love the color that he chose, too. It's so pretty. Like, it's so pretty. <laughs> I need to shut up. Um, it's 930. Do you have any quick news articles that are funny and aren't political? Google. Yeah, let me, uh, <laughs> let me sort of bad boys. Hold on, hold on. You know what? I limit her so much. You know what? Wait a minute. I have well, Google hasn't right. heard this. <laughs> Google, you've not heard this. Um, and I'll tell you who made it later. Uh, but it, but you'll recognize what it's from. I played it uh, at the beginning of the show, and I'll play it again <laughs> right now. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Holocaust. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. So I do have a few. Um, We'll make them quick. We need to end by 10 because I need to eat. I know. Some of them is just like the headlines is what really tells you the whole story. So bees are now legally fish in California. Yeah. So there are no more bees in California, I guess. There's only fish that fly through the air we need to get tin man on to talk about that because he does bees now he he does the bee harvesting now i don't know if you knew that um we need to get him on and talk about that because i know he voiced his opinion on that when the article first broke so remind me and we'll get him on well i mean you know in california the article is 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 a little bit old but um yeah you know there's that in there, California now, men can have babies, so why can't well, these be fish? So the law itself. <laughs> hey, we said no politics. I, that's not political. It's California. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, we're talking about California <laughs> at this point. Um, but uh, everything's the, ass backwards there. The law itself isn't unheard of, and there is a reason behind it. I just can't remember. So remind me, and we'll get ten men on, and uh, we'll talk about that and his bee stuff too. Bees. Okay, got it. Um, your next headline is stores are weighing paying you not to bring back items. What? So, like, if you want to, <laughs> so like, if you want to return something, mm-hmm. they'll pay you the money and make and have you keep the item because they don't want it back on their shelves. That's fine with me. Uh, I'll just take it to the landfill <laughs> and like, create more pollution. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of crazy. 
I mean, aren't we trying to stop pollution? Isn't that why you take it back to the store in the first place for them to properly dispose of it if it's fucked up or whatever? Right, exactly. That's <laughs> what I thought. But but hey, but they'll give you your money back. What stores and, and states? Pizza, you know? um. <laughs> Let's go. I need to know. <laughs> I, I got a There's lot of no, shit to buy. No There's no good list on this. Um <laughs> This is also one from June. I'm trying to see what the date is. But back in June, um, Kansas police identified the poopa trader who defecated in a Wichita beauty store. Uh, that yeah. sure sounds like the ghost shitter we had in Kuwait. <laughs> <laughs> we had a phantom shitter on the John F. Kennedy. Yeah, we did too in, in the fucking shower houses, dude. Oh, this guy would fucking shit on the sponsons in the middle of the night. That's hilarious. Police say that the defecation was significant enough that eight wigs were destroyed as a result. Oh, eight, that's shit. Eight wigs? What the fuck? Yeah. She was yeah. next level crones right store. there. That's, that's what we call explosive. That, nah, that that was that that was like that was like crones level fifteen right there. Like she she mastered that shit literally. Um. So so there you go. And and the police department have posted the article up on Facebook and were like, I guess, looking for responses and stuff. So people hmm. had fun with it. Um, some said we've already confirmed that this is not Amber Heard. So please stop calling and emailing <laughs> that info. That's great. <laughs> then um, the police department had also made the joke this might be one of those cases that sticks with us <laughs> um yeah <laughs> like this is so crazy oh speak <laughs> but there speak, you go speaking of amber heard um was it a motion that she was trying to push is that what it was yeah her motion that she was oh, trying oh, to oh. yeah that was denied um and she'll probably appeal but it's going to take a few years before they see her appeal. Um, but her motion was denied, uh, which which is great. Like, um, let me see if I can find it really quick. Uh, this call While came you do that, let me keep going. Go ahead. Okay. Recoil had sent this one in back on June 26th. The headline is, man shot dead after attempting to rob a Texas gun store armed with knife. <laughs> you never bring a knife to a gunfight. I mean, come on. I know. Oh, I Texas know. Is for God's sake. <laughs> it's like, my God. I'm going to rob a there's, gun store with a knife. There's stupid. There's criminally stupid. Then there's this guy. No, then there's Darwinism. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'd rather be stupid um, than a in, part of Doranism at this point. <laughs> back in June, also, I haven't seen these at the store yet, but the ketchup pops were were a big hit, I guess. Supposedly. What the fuck is a ketchup pop? It's ketchup ice cream. No. It is no. like <laughs> popsicle. A ketchup pop is a popsicle that's tastes like 
ketchup. No, no. I, look, look, I'm going to tell you right now. Well, I bad am, enough Sergeant Wardog smoking ketchup. Look, right? <laughs> look, man. Yeah. I'm a connoisseur of ketchup. And I even think that's fucking disgust. Like I will eat ketchup out of a packet. Like I will, I will, I will eat that shit by itself. But ice cream, ke- go fuck yourself. Whoever, whoever thought that was a good idea. I have to say, I tried the Dijon mustard ice cream, and it's actually pretty fucking good. You didn't have any grape coupon. Oh my god, it, it was grape coupon ice cream. Ruin the fuck Lee Van Van Ewen. Ru- ruin the joke. Ruin the fucking joke. Let's ruin everybody's joke. I had to. I had great poupon. Hold on, Hold on, hold on, JJ. You might want to try the great poupon mustard flavored wine. Oh really? That, I'm done. That sounds interesting. I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. There is an act. This was from back in 2021. Les Moutards in Grape Poupon. I'm not even. That's literally. Why? Les Moutards in concentrates the flavors of Grape upon steamed condiment in a bottle of white wine. That's literally what it says. <laughs> Our final story of the evening this um, this one, Oink had sent in. <laughs> for our own nut man, Jason at Southern Vet Sweets, um, just trying to flick this thing up. Pike's Peak Peanut Pusher. This is crazy. What the <laughs> First off, flicking of There's what? There's a guy. <laughs> He's on his hands There's and fucking knees. <laughs> <laughs> Only three people in history have managed the nutty task of pushing a peanut up the steep slopes of Pike's Peak. Um, yeah. My he's God. got I know he's got this weird contraption on his head to like push the peanut. It's so funny. Looks like a fucking ladle, like a regular spoon that he attached to his head with a rubber <laughs> band that used to go on a fucking gas mask or some shit. And you know and he's what? flicking his <laughs> damn peanut all the way up Pike's Peak. You know what's sad? DV six is in the vicinity of Pike's Peak. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but the, but it's like, yeah, I know. The Pike's Peak peanut pusher. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, 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 I can't even. I literally can't even. <laughs> oh, in the article it says, perhaps the most notorious peanut pusher was rock music star Ulysses Baxter in 1963, who performed the push in a record-breaking eight days. That's like, wow! I think I, I think I heard about that one, but not the not the most recent one. This this guy Bob Salem. <sighs> uh, really wow. quick before I forget it, uh, the whole motion being denied for Amber Heard. Uh, it was denied. Um, shit, I think it was July thirteenth. Uh, it was the purpose of Voidire. Uh, it's to obtain a fair and impartial jury, whether any juror has any interest in the case or any bias or prejudice in relation to it, and that he, in fact, stands indifferent in the cause. The summons issued to juror 15 listed his legal name and address, and no birth date was noted. The court was pulled 
has pulled Juror 15's jury questionnaire. Uh, it was attached and redacted, uh, filed under seal. Juror 15 completed the jury questionnaire as himself, filling in his proper birth date. Uh, that is the uh, summary of the motion that was denied because she was trying to say Juror 15 uh, basically shouldn't have been a juror. That, that, in layman's terms, we'll put it in the most easy to understand terms that I could possibly think of. Um, right. But yeah, that whole shit I, fell through. Um, and everything um, that was trending looked good for Amber until you clicked on what was trending and it was bashing the <laughs> fuck out of her dumb fuck ass. Uh, oh my goodness. Look, uh, you know, I'm all for getting men and women who do abusive things. I don't care if you're man. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care if you're whatever the fuck you identify as. That being said, there is no human being on this face of this fucking planet or the universe that deserves to be lied about just because you're jealous, you're upset, you're hurt, they broke your heart. I don't care. I don't care what anybody does in life. They don't deserve to do time or to be criminally investigated or anything over a lie perpetrated by your fuck ass. They don't. Yeah, right. Especially um, abuse, domestic violence, sexual abuse, right? I don't care what it is. Those are the worst, though. I do have an update on the Pikes Peak peanut pusher because as I was reading through some of the other article while Bo was talking, he had planned on starting on July 9th and hoped to finish by July 17th. Um, so the update is he started on at 9 a.m. on July 9th and made it to the top of Pikes Peak via the bar trail around sunrise on Friday, July 15th. So yesterday. So he made so it within the time limit. He, he did. So he, he tossed did, nuts and he all did the way it. to the top. <laughs> I know. There it is. Get ready then. Here, I'll, I'll drop the updated story because that one just has a picture of him of wearing this contraption. So that makes it even funnier. Because you don't have to watch a video of him. Like, Let's look at this really quick before we do last. There's also, there's also, there's actually two pictures. One of his, is of him complete, like completing the push. And oh the gosh. other one is just funny. <laughs> the fact that this is a thing. I, I'm just wondering how how wealthy he has to be, but to be able to waste a week of his life fucking pushing a peanut up a goddamn mountain. You know what? Knowing our luck, he doesn't even have a home. Right? He's he's, he's one of those people. Well, he said he said that he wanted to do this. Um, to celebrate Manitou Springs' 150th birthday. That's the town that... I don't give a fuck um, what birthday you celebrate. Ain't no fucking calls to fucking push a goddamn peanut up a goddamn mountain with I a fucking under- contraption that looks like yeah. it was made for an elephant who lost its trunk in a horrible accident. <laughs> How do you like that I improv? But- <laughs> I, I understand, but there you go. So he Jesus did complete fuck. his mission. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? If you got a mission, if you got a goal you want to accomplish, 
Fucking in other news, <laughs> in other news, the Manitou Springs School District openly condemned his action because of the possibility of peanut allergies on the trail. <laughs> God, that's the I kind of shit you how do many peanuts he went through. <laughs> Wait, you're... Wait, no, maybe the rules are that it had to be the same peanut the whole way, and he was battling squirrels. There are no rules. It was open combat with the squirrels who were trying to steal his nut. Well, at there least Bill no Williams rules. got five hundred dollars in nineteen twenty nine. You know, War Dog was trying to say something. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that's the kind of shit you do when you're on a bad LSD ball trip. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Dude had like two tabs of Quantrex and was gone. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker pushed oh, the peanut man. up by his feet with his nose. Yo, yo, man, I found these things called Quaaludes in my grandpa's <laughs> attic. What are they? And then you get this dude. <laughs> oh, shit. There I was. All the kids listen, you're like, what's a quaalude? Quantrex, <laughs> Something you oh, cannot man. even obtain today. That's what that is. <laughs> um, that's all the news that I've got. Okay. Well, with that being the final piece of news, let's go down the list and we'll start with Google since she ended with news. <laughs> Don't. Don't push a peanut up a mountain. <laughs> 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 um, what if you have nothing be- better to do than to push a peanut up a mountain, that's a problem. <laughs> this is why America is going to shit. This guy right here. See, you used to only hear about stuff like this from people in like China and Japan. Now it's America that's doing this shit. Well, I mean, he's the third person to make it. That I don't means give a flying fuck. Three people have tried. It's not like he's advancing human knowledge or I medical know. science or helping to grow the human kind at all by pushing a peanut up a fucking mountain with a contraption look to be made for a fucking elephant who lost its trunk in a horrible accident. Oh, man, I know, I know. <laughs> like, what do we get from this? A laugh. That's what we get, Bo. We get a good fucking ending to a show. That's what we have. There you go. And a selfish exactly. plug for Southern Vet Sweets. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> SouthernVetSweets.com. He's got some new shit up now. Go fucking try it out and be like, hey, I heard about this dude pushing this nut <laughs> up this hill. Was that you? Um, just give them to them. So, did you really have to mention the word shit while talking about Southern but Southern Vet Sweets? My God. I mean, did we I, did have the shit story already. Did, did I say shit? I don't even know what I said now. I just, yeah, I start talking and it just. to do shit up there. Okay. Well, I <laughs> uh, can't take that back. Um, <laughs> my bad, my bad, dog, my bad. SouthernVetSweets.com, go get them. Get some nuts in your mouth. Um, let's move on. <laughs> going on too long. It might be changing here soon. He might be going .net because the same uh, shit's happening again to his website. In case are they doing it again? Yeah, they're still saying it's a fucking suspicious site bullshit. So is he still using WordPress? Because if he is, it's WordPress. I'm telling you, he needs to get off the fucking WordPress. 
Yeah, I'm not sure what right? he's using. He just notified um, me a couple of days ago that it's still doing its shit again. So, but oink speaking, last thoughts there, oink. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if you had enough of this bullshit and need to talk to somebody, head over to ObjectiveZero.org and check those folks out. There's always an ambassador standing uh, on call 24-7 to talk to you about all kinds of issues. So if you need to talk, there's somebody there to listen. Again, ObjectiveZero.org or download their free apps on your Android or iOS device. ObjectiveZero.org. Use it today. Uh, Sergeant Wardog. I uh, just want to remind everyone on uh, 988. Remember, those are the new digits uh, in effect today for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. So you have two resources. You have, you know, we just mentioned you have Objective Zero and uh, now you have uh, 988. Um, as you go through this week, as much as possible, try not to let civilians, uh, you know, get to you or certain things they may do or complain about. Um, and last, uh, I spent a lot of time this week dealing with um, uh, being at the American Legion, being at VFW, and uh, the Marine Corps League. Uh, it felt it was great to be around veterans this week. So, if you ever feel the need to, you know, be around, be around veterans, just in a, in a good atmosphere, maybe to play pool or have a drink, or, uh, look at your uh, your local uh, VFW American Legion or uh, other veterans organizations. Definitely. VFW, 988, use them. They're good resources. ObjectiveZero.org. Um, JJ, last thoughts, brother. Everything in my store is 15% off until the end of uh, July because uh, this is uh, the grand reopening of my shop and it's Nevermore's birthday month. So you hear her in the background. Um, so check it out. Uh, be putting some new products up later this week. I just finished a little, a cool, a really cool little vase and, uh, a bowl that I think, uh, the guy hasn't messaged me yet, but he was talking about wanting to buy it while I was making it. So hopefully that sold already. But, uh, other than that, um, there's, uh, some things in the works over at PTS Dog. I'm not going to talk about it yet because we're still getting some logistics in uh, uh, line. But um, we've been helping a local, Nevermore and I have been helping a local uh, handler. Uh, a guy's burn victim. He's He doesn't have hands, but he has a wonderful, very well-trained uh, husky service dog. And... Um, he uh, would carry her across the parking lot at Walmart so that she wouldn't burn her paws. So we gave him some uh, musher secret and uh, he asked uh, nevermore asked him if he needed anything else. And he said, I don't want to ask for help, but I can't afford uh, flea medicine. So we got a donation from PTS dog for flea medication. And it brought up the subject of, a pantry for handlers in need. So that's something I'm getting in the works and I have an offer of corporate support, uh, but I don't have a 501c3. However, I'm now on the board of the Jaeger Foundation. So I'm going to be pitching a, a handler's pantry to the Jaeger Foundation with PTS dog being the coordinator so that the foundation doesn't have to do anything but accept and distribute donations specifically for that. But 
this is in the works. We're, we're working all that out. I've got to pitch it to the board. So that's something that's coming. Um, and uh, other than that, no, not really. All right. Don't forget that we have a lot of new merchandise up on the store at dvradio.net. Just click on store. It'll open up in a new tab. Don't get mad at me. I do that for people who are on mobile devices. And there's a lot of stuff up there. Uh, Betsy Ross, PTS Dog, they get 100% of anything that is sold uh, of their products. Same for DV Farm. Uh, and anything DV Radio goes back into DV Radio. We don't take anything and put it in our pockets. I can assure you. Um, Affinity Protocol tomorrow morning, Sunday, July seventeenth at ten a.m. Eastern. I would say stay standard, but it's not standard right now. Uh, Eastern time, right here on DVRadio.net or on the Radio King app. Just search DV Radio. Uh, I'm going to name this episode nine eight eight. Could save a life. So before anybody says it's clickbait, it's not clickbait. It's true. Uh, and you need to listen to it and and know that it's there for you, friends, family, anybody. Uh, and do get the Objective Zero app. Put it on your mobile device just in case you or somebody needs it uh, sometime in the future, even if you don't need it now. Um, that's all I've got for Oink, Sergeant Wardog, Google, and JJ. I'm Bonerwood. You just heard Barrick's talk right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. Until next week, five circles. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.